All right, gang, it is Pastor Chad here with Pastor Brian, and we are going to take a second glance at the text, or maybe better for this week, we're going to call it a second glance at the topic. So, Pastor Brian, has been a couple weeks with some tough conversations up there on the stage between you and I. Uh, how do you think it's going? I think it's going well. Uh, feedback we're hearing, uh, if, if you've been here or if you've been watching, if not, go check it out. Uh, is that one, we're, we're modeling vulnerability and tough conversations, but two, is that, you know, seeing people, or not so much seeing, but hearing people just share their, their stories of the things that they've gone through, uh, it's awesome, man. I mean, I feel bad for some people what they've walked through, but the fact that they feel comfortable they can share it here speaks to the culture of what we're trying to create. Right. Um, and that's that's the goal of this series is – to equip uh, each of the congregation, each of the, the folks in the congregation to be able to um, engage in these conversations with vulnerability and grace, to be able to speak honestly and openly, uh, share what's on your heart, and then to receive that information with grace and um, just to walk with each other in a greater and a better way. So we've handled some pretty meaty topics over the last uh, couple of uh, last couple of weeks. What um, has anybody's reaction or has anything shocked you? Is there any uh, anything you didn't see coming uh, after we started this series? Uh, I can't say it's what I, I didn't see coming. I think what has been validated is why we did the series was so we, people would talk and hearing how people have gone through these things in the past and how family members or friends or even pastors or church leaders have treated them because of what they've walked through. That's been saddening. Um, but I think in the back of our minds, we knew when we went down this road doing the series, when God let, laid it on our hearts, we, we kind of figured that this was probably going to happen. Um, I guess what I'm shocked by is how much it's happened to people. Yeah, that's been um, very impressive that, that the number of folks that have reached out that have either struggled with depression and, and, and how a church has handled it poorly or anxiety or uh, even folks in how they've been told to mourn and to not mourn. And that was uh, that was our last one. So let, let's, let me just start with a couple of questions for you, Pastor Brian. There. Oh, yeah. um, so what are some resources uh, for folks who are uh, in mourning, what are some ways that we as a congregation can walk with them and help them? I think the easiest thing, and we forget this sometimes, and it goes along with listening with grace, is just be present. Be there for someone. Uh, be a sounding board. Allow them to express themselves. And, and don't try to fix them or don't try to tell them the proper, as you said earlier, the proper way to mourn. Uh, be there and just say, look, I'm here for you. I'm going to walk with you. We are great as humans at walking with people in the first week, but months down the road when people are still lonely, we forget about them. So I think that's something that I would say is, you know, impress upon people. Like, don't forget those who walk through grief and loss, no matter what that loss is, whether it's a job or a loved one. But walk with them, pray with them, be present. Uh, I think that's it starts there. And uh, two, uh, look for, and, and this sounds bad in the church, look for help. Look for counseling. Uh, it's okay to talk to someone professionally because, yes, as pastors, we have the Bible, but there are some things that are out of our peripheral to handle. So what are some other things that you could think of? Well, you know, I think one of the things that I would say is um, <laughs> I want to go on the other side of death before you die. 
I think a good way to, to help your brothers and sisters, your family who are, who are going to mourn when you go, uh, is to be prepared. Yeah. Um, you know, you would mention get counseling for those in grief. I'm talking about being prepared uh, to die. There's some resources that we're putting together on the church website. You can go yeah. and find them um, that are going to have uh, some references for counseling services. Uh, a couple places that we recommend as Christian counselors. Uh, ways to get a hold of Brook Lane um, for more of a uh, institutional type help, but also on there are going to be some some ties to or some connections to a couple of funeral homes in Hagerstown, uh, Fiery uh, and and Rest Haven. Um, so I think it's it's really I guess being a pastor and doing a lot of funerals, I've seen when somebody has all the arrangements made. How much grace that shows to those who are in mourning versus the family that has to go and deal with all the questions. What do they like? What do they how do they want done? Do you want flowers? Do you want a viewing? Um, you can go ahead and take care of all of that burden for your loved ones ahead of time. So I, I don't know. I think uh, one of the ways that you can help is to go ahead and figure that out now. And so I would recommend, you know, Doug Fire is a great guy. Um, Rest Haven does great work. Those are the places as a pastor I would send people uh, for the most part, uh, just how well they, they minister to others. Um, I think that's a that's something we can do now to, to help each other is to kind of pre-plan your funerals. And listen, if you want to come in and talk with me or Pastor Brian ahead of time, hey, uh, these are some of the things I want said. These are some of the things I want done. Uh, we would be happy to we'd be happy to help you in that in, in any way, shape or form. Um, so, Pastor Brian, yes. Uh, I, what I want everyone who's listening to hear uh, is that you brought up some really great topics for this week. What are some of the things that we're going to handle this week uh, in, in, in our tough conversations? Well, one of the things, and we dubbed it unspoken sin. Um, we were talking about how you know a lot of us, uh, maybe in church, don't have that storybook. Christian walk, grew up in church, accepted Jesus, went to vacation Bible school, yada, yada, yada. There's mess with it. Maybe it did accept Christ, but walked away for a time, and there's some things I did that I'm ashamed of. And uh, so we're going to look at some of those those things this week. Like, you know, maybe someone in this church or somewhere else out there listening has had an abortion. And how, how can they uh, get past that because of the way the church views it at times? Or... You know, here's one of the other things for for guys is uh, maybe there's been habits in the past with uh, addictions, a porn, or some those things where you know we don't talk about those things, but they're very real. And as we know as pastors, counseling guys out of it, it's very very prevalent within the church. Um, but we, as we create vulnerability, we want people to feel like they can come to us and say, "Hey, I, I've been, you know." locked down in this sin and I want to take care of it. So how can I do that and, and provide a resource for that? Well, I would say I look forward to having that conversation with you. Uh, but uh, <laughs> since you created these great topics uh, and then told us you are on vacation this week, yes, um, Kevin Martin is, is brave enough to sit up there with me and we're going to talk about some of these things and how it affects uh, folks in our congregation and how can we walk with each other uh, as we're trying to get over the guilt, as we're trying to get over uh, sins of the past, things that just don't come up uh, at the dinner table. So um, <laughs> looking forward to that. Kevin, <laughs> Kevin, I love you. He never, Pastor Ryan, he, he just said yes. He never asked what we were going to talk about. 
So I'm I just ex- picture sweat beads coming down his face as you have this conversation. Kevin, I hope you're, you don't listen to this podcast before Sunday morning until about noon on Sunday. So, <laughs> hey, this has been a this has been a good series, and I think one of the things that's come out of it is we're sharing with folks and giving biblical examples the ability to question God. And we had talked a little bit today about wrestling with God, Pastor Brian. So when it comes to grief, uh, when it comes to mental health issues, talk to me about why is it okay? So I want to ask you some questions. Is it okay to question God? Absolutely. Um, Christianity is a thinking faith. And if you're thinking about things in your faith, you're going to ask questions. And let's be honest, we have limited knowledge where we serve a God with infinite knowledge. So... It's like the little kid that keeps saying, why, why, why was this happened? I think the issue becomes sometimes when we walk through grief or loss, we walk through depression, anxiety, we feel like we are the only one walking through it. Why is this happening to me? Why is this uh, person taken from me at this time? You know, whatever those questions are. I think it's okay to ask God. I, th- I think when you ask those questions, it shows there's a healthy relationship. There's a trust factor and a security that says, I can be vulnerable and ask these questions and uh, wrestle through them. I I would be concerned if you did not. So, so there's it's healthy. It's part of our process to do it. Um, talk with me a little bit though about you know can you should we continue in that place? Um, no. At some point, you know, even the the greatest and best wrestling matches have an end. So, how do we move? What's the step after shaking our fist at God and going why? <laughs> Yeah, I think after that, one is, you know, some of the things we've talked about, you can't let it define you. It cannot be who you are. Uh, The second thing is get professional help. Uh, Get biblical counseling, whether that comes to us or someone else. Um, You have to take action steps. Unfortunately, some people get locked into grief and loss, and they live uh, the rest of their life looking for the next thing to lose that they can grieve over. Um, You know, we deal with that, those types of things. Um, so I, I think, you know, coming before the church, having those conversations, maybe it's in your life group, it's with a mentor, you have to talk to somebody about it. You have to get it out and you have to go. So I think, yeah, you question, you go to the scriptures, you pray about it, you, you talk to someone and get accountability. And sometimes you have to get professional help. And that's okay. That doesn't mean you're broken or something's completely wrong with you. Um, I think as we, I think we've made this clear. It's, res- it's respectful to actually admit there is something there and to get help versus right. act like it's not. Yeah, it's kind of that idea. It's okay to not be okay. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I think, too, sometimes people get stuck in not being okay. And so eventually, like, that questioning of God has to move forward to a place to go, I don't get all the answers, but God, I'm just going to trust you. So you have to kind of go eventually from it's okay to not be okay to it's actually okay to be okay. And that, that kind of sounds stupid or, or obvious, but I know a lot of widows that grieve and then feel guilty when they start to build their life again. And, and it's almost as if they're feeling guilty about being okay. And, yeah. and I think you have to understand that questioning God, that grief and that mourning is meant to be steps in the process that leads you to okayness. Um, so we don't want to, we don't want to just always be wrestling with God like Jacob and we don't want to find ourselves, um, always in, in continual mourning. It's a, it's a process to get us, uh, to a place where we find our joy and our satisfaction again in who God is, even though these wounds and these scars are still there. Well, and we were talking about Job today. If anybody should be able to mourn and define him as life as a mourner, it should have been Job. Dude lost everything. I mean, his wealth, his, his kids, everything. And what were we saying today? He's standing on a pile of 
dung or poop for those who don't know what dung is with boils in his body scraping it with shards of pottery i mean that is as low as you can get yeah. and yet what and you know what did Job do you know he he He's like, yeah, okay. And everyone's like giving him advice. And he still went back to, okay, but this is who God is. Yeah. This is who God is. We have to remember that as humans, we're going to face certain things, but we serve a powerful and mighty God that can help deliver us from anything, whether it's grief, loss, depression, anxiety, or just look at this week, uh, addiction and, mm-hmm. and sin. Right. Yeah. And I, I think, again, back to that questioning God, I want our people to know it's okay to do that. Yeah. Uh, but I also want them to know they need to be okay when they don't get the answers. Um, we looked at some characters today in our in our meeting. We we had um, we had Job, we had Jacob, um, we had Habakkuk, uh, and and those folks were asking some serious questions about God. And what God does is He doesn't answer their questions. He He reveals who He is, and then He asks some questions about Himself. Job, where were you when I laid the foundations of the earth? And Job goes, Oh yeah, I'm not God. Um, he, he looks at Habakkuk and he says, do you even know what's going on? Like, I, what I'm doing? I have a plan that you wouldn't even be able to understand. And Habakkuk goes, oh yeah, things are going to be a mess, but I guess I can trust in God. Like the, the questioning of God, what I want you to hear too, is you may not always get the answers, nope. but what God tends to do when you engage with him and talk with him is he reveals who he is to you. And then when you come face to face with the, the, the compassion, the mercy, the glory, the, 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 uh, the grace of God, uh, it, it instills this this peace within you um, that that helps you move in your stages of grief or mourning or depression or anxiety, uh, addiction, whatever whatever um, whatever the tough conversation is. Uh, the, the the revelation of God to His people about His character yep. helps to put them in the right place where they can move forward, trusting and and becoming dependent upon Him. I so. think I think also with that is. Um, you know, we look at whatever it is we're going through. Sometimes the question should be, is God, what do you want me to learn from this mm. or through this? Mm. Um, so often we look at it internally from our own perspective rather than what's God's perspective. And, you know, we've said this multiple times the last few weeks in private conversations or conversations with other people, or even from the stage. But, you know, in the midst of brokenness, God does some of his greatest work. Like, I'm sure like me. You remember your wedding day when your kids were born, you know, hitting a home run, a championship. Like, there's great moments in life I remember. But it, sometimes it's the crap that I've walked through or had to go through in life that I remember the most. It's probably defined me the most is the tough times. Yeah. I, I was blown away one time. I was in Pennsylvania as a pastor, northern PA. And this man has, has been given uh, stage three cancer diagnosis. And, and he says, Pastor, don't you dare pray I get healed. Uh, you pray that I die well in a way that will show others who God is. And you pray that whatever God's teaching me through this, I would learn quickly so I don't have a whole lot of suffering. And I just, uh, Barry was his name. And I just remember praying with these things with Barry. And, uh, and for him, it was that, you know, even in the suffering, right? Um, rejoice again, I say rejoice. doesn't matter what you're going through. Uh, God can use these things as painful as they can be to bring about good. Not that he'll make them good, but he can bring about good through the pain and the suffering. 
Well, Brian, I want to wrap this up, man. Um, we are glad that you're with us. We're going to try to do this every week. This will, this will be our second glance uh, podcast. So if you're still with us almost 16 minutes after this started, you are a phenomenal soul or you're our wives and feel guilty enough to keep listening. <laughs> Either way. Thanks, honey. We'll see you next week. See you.